Welcome to our podcast. We're a group called Closing the Gap, and the name of our podcast is Dismantling Mental Healthcare Disparities. We hope that you walk away with a bit more knowledge on how socioeconomic and cultural factors affect mental health in different communities in America. In addition, we hope that this podcast encourages future discussions on issues regarding health equity and the possibility of increasing resources in regards to mental health, specifically for underprivileged communities. That was a lot of words, so let's make sure that we're all on the same page with definitions. When we say underprivileged communities, we mean communities consisting of individuals or groups that have less money, education, and opportunities than are usually needed. So overall, those with the lower socioeconomic status. When we say health disparities, we mean inequalities that occur in the provision of healthcare and access to healthcare across different racial, ethnic, and socioeconomic groups. And lastly, the reason that we're focusing on mental health is because mental health is an increasingly important issue in the United States and is directly responsible for the rising suicide rates. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, data from 2018 had declared suicide as the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. To get some more background on how disparities in mental health are prevalent in people's lives, there's a story we want to shed light on. The Life of Alex Bailey Alex Bailey is a black man from Chicago, Illinois, and his life has revolved around the various struggles he has faced since he was a young child. Bailey grew up in the foster care system and was diagnosed early on in his childhood with depression and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. He would be moved around several foster care homes over the span of 12 years, until he was finally adopted by Annie Parker in 1998. While growing up, Bailey was categorized in school as being trainable, mentally handicapped, which meant he attended classes for students with emotional and behavioral disorders. School records even described him as being emotionally very fragile, along with the fact that he hears voices. As a teenager, Bailey worked various fast food jobs and struggled to stay afloat with his foster mother. Once he quit one of the jobs he held, however, his life changed course as he began stealing and getting arrested. It's been 20 years since then, and Bailey has been charged and arrested 34 times as an adult for mostly minor crimes of theft. He is trapped in the cycle of poverty, alcohol addiction, and mental illness without the chance to get support, which put him in a place to attempt suicide twice while locked up. His own words were, I want to die, I want to be free. And this experience that Bailey has faced occurs without a doubt to so many more people who also reside in areas where mental health services are in short supply. In context of the jail population in Chicago, 70% are African American and mainly from the south and west side of Chicago, where high levels of poverty and violence are present. These communities need more support and intervention for mental health, but those suffering are detained and charged for crimes rather than given more accessibility to psychiatric services and care. Even though jails may provide some psychiatric care to inmates, the truth is that jails are places where factors like lack of education, homelessness, poverty, mental illness, and addiction all come together and they can worsen some problems for struggling inmates. Therapy and care are needed to get people well, but it's expensive to provide it, and the truth is that people can't get real treatment in jail in the way they need it to get better. 
Bailey's story is a life that many people in our state and nation face. So it's time that shifts be made in our policies and communities to enact change, which we will be talking about soon. And to go off the story, we need to remember that mental health is a public health issue that affects everyone, not just a specific population of people. Mental health problems constitute a large and increasing part of the burden of disease worldwide. Because of this, their prevention and the provision of adequate mental health care facilities are important public health issues. In addition to that, mental health issues lead to increased direct and indirect costs to cities, some of which include higher rates of mortality, disability costs, health care, social care, long-term care costs, higher rates of homelessness, and higher rates of unemployment levels. For example, higher rates of homelessness are usually associated with unemployment, poverty, and substance use, which can lead people to face unfortunate situations of incarceration and suicide attempts, such as Alex Bailey's. Unemployment is also correlated with mental health problems, since poor mental health can decrease one's productivity level at work. This, in turn, reduces overall profit for companies and cities as a whole in the long run. These examples show us that people are not being given the proper treatment necessary for their mental health, and the reason for this is that cities don't allocate the proper funds for their mental health services, ultimately leading to less resources for people who require it. As a result, under-treatment problems continue and contribute to higher social and economic costs for cities. Moreover, knowing the history of health disparities in regards to mental health is important when looking for solutions. Even though we know that the social determinants of health, such as education level, employment, income level, and accessibility to healthcare are significant when looking at the possibilities people have to get support, cultural beliefs also have an impact on this. For example, in some cultures, there's a stigma behind mental illness, especially among men. This concept stems from the traditional patriarchal culture where men need to be resilient and strong as the providers for the family. This idea puts pressure on men while growing up and creates an internal belief that they shouldn't reach out for help or show signs of emotional weakness, which demonstrates that the environment that people are raised in impacts how mental illnesses can be manifested. Therefore, we need we need to also promote more unity among people from different backgrounds and show that mental health is a common issue that affects everyone, regardless of their beliefs or cultural backgrounds. Mental health continue to grow as a concern for most Americans, thus it has become a more important topic in the political world. Over the past few years, there have been a lot of congressional acts pushed through to further the coverage of all people. Some examples of these bills for you to explore at your own pleasure are the Rise from Trauma Act, the Mental Health Services for Students Act, and the Mental Health Professionals Workforce Shortage Loan Repayment Act. Anyway, for this podcast episode, we'll focus on the bigger ideas that are a large part of the platforms of the Republican and Democratic parties. So, Representative Mo Brooks from Alabama's 5th Congressional District, who was recently re-elected, stated that it will allow insurance companies to require people who have higher health care costs to contribute more to the insurance pool that helps offset all these costs, thereby reducing the cost to those people who lead good lives. They're healthy, they've done the things to keep their bodies healthy. So on the surface, this idea follows some logic by simply saying that the more you use, the more you pay. Yet when this policy is put into practice, the results show a clear and obvious disparity between who pays and who doesn't as it would cause unhealthy people who are disproportionately poor to have to pay more into the insurance pool than richer Americans who are disproportionately healthier 
due to factors such as increased income, less stress, and the ability to have access to all health services, including mental health care, which is already difficult for poor Americans to get. Now, if you break this down further, we see an ethnic or racial divide as well. For example, according to the CDC, people living under the poverty line in America are two times more likely to suffer from chronic mental health conditions than those living above the poverty line. This is where the racial component comes in to play, as Hispanic and African-American peoples account for roughly 35% of all people living under the poverty line. Therefore, the rich get richer and the hole that is poverty gets deeper, thus widening the disparity. So Representative Brooks's statement is the Republican point of view and looks to be the policy that President Trump wants to put in place instead of the Affordable Care Act, um, which is the next thing we'll talk about. The Affordable Care Act is the other side of the political coin, as it has expanded health insurance coverage to millions of previously uninsured Americans, as well as pushing most employers' health insurance plans to cover mental health and substance abuse disorder services. The Affordable Care Act has successfully increased mental health coverage, as well as slowing the rise in health care costs. Of course, nothing is without its downsides, as the act resulted in the cancellation of some people's insurance plans, as they did not meet the standards set by the ACA. Thus, they had to transition plans, which sometimes resulted in a higher expense. The second con was the added tax to high-earning people, as most of the money for the Affordable Care Act is subsidized by the government and taxes. Other policies that have been put in place for health care coverage in general are Medicare and Medicaid. Medicare provides insurance coverage to about 50 million Americans, and it began under President John F. Kennedy after he was able to succeed in providing coverage for all U.S. citizens over retirement age after President Harry Truman had tried 20 years earlier in 1945. Based on the forecast of the Congressional Budget Office, it is estimated that the program will be able to go on indefinitely thanks to spending reforms. In addition to Medicare, we also have Medicaid, which provides coverage to over 70 million American citizens who are classified as low-income individuals. It covers many different recipients, some of which include uninsured expectant mothers, temporarily unemployed workers, and disabled individuals. And in addition to this, it has reimbursed hospitals for almost 50% of medical expenses, and the uninsured individuals rate has dropped to under 9%, which is the highest coverage rate for the U.S. to date. Everyone is susceptible to facing mental illness, no matter who you are or where you fall on a spectrum, financially, socially, or physically. However, those who lack the means to get help are often hit the hardest, and that can take a toll on our society in the long run, whether it's economically or socially. Anyone can face unexpected financial situations that can impact their ability to get support when they really need it. Therefore, as a whole, everyone needs to work together to create solutions for a problem that has persisted for too long. We need to go into communities and put resources into place that will focus on alleviating disparities in mental health treatment. While changing the political and social structures of our nation will take time, there are some things we can do to help in the meantime. Voting in elections on every level, national, state, and local, is a great way to make your voice heard. Vote for people that will challenge our current healthcare system and those who believe in the decriminalization of mental illness. Contact your representatives and ask them what they're doing to expand coverage for mental health issues. Volunteer or donate to clinics that offer free or reduced cost mental health services to those in need. The impact of individual efforts is hard to see on the surface, but it will take all of us to make a difference in dismantling disparities in mental health care.